God complex. I said, I can't have a God complex because there is no God in deity. Yeah. So I started referring to myself as a deity instead, and she didn't catch the humor in that. No, probably not. <laughs> she wouldn't like it when I used to say, yeah, no, he has an Eric complex. Or <laughs> does have a God complex? He has an Eric complex. See, that, no, God that's has, amazing. God has an Eric complex. Oh, God has an Eric complex. Team and I'm Eric, talking at you this time from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where you know that feeling you get when you just want to eat something just because it's in front of you? That's why I'm not a gynecologist. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> <laughs> so does every woman in the planet. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Gordon? I'm very good, my friend. How you doing? I'm not too bad. I wasn't expecting to be doing this tonight, so I'm I'm sort of, sort of stoked. Uh, awesome. un awesome. St stoked and unprepared. That's how I like to meet you. Yeah, well, that's you're you're doing a fine job. <laughs> uh, eat everything fresh. Exactly. I I wasn't paying attention to much this weekend. I decided to come up to Kelowna just because it was here, and I wasn't. I don't know. I was bored. Sick of my roommates, thought I'd get out and get up here, so um, didn't pay much attention to the news. Massive shooting in Surrey. Um, that's not really news anymore. It'd be news if there wasn't a shooting in Surrey. That would be impressive. How many people died? Uh, I, I think it was just one, but that's that makes like uh, four in the last week, so there's some kind of gangland shit going on. That's cool. Oh yeah, it's good good to have it back. It was too quiet for a while there. Yeah, exactly. Not everybody can die from fentanyl. Like it's just fucking unoriginal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to keep up the death rates in different areas, you know. Right? Keep the corner. Yeah, I mean the, the corner needs shit to do too. You know? Exactly. And what are the gun freaks gonna do if they don't have guns to bitch about? And now they're going to... I love that Trudeau, is, his big plan is to ban handguns. Oh, we're going to make handguns more... You can't make them more illegal. They're already illegal. It's not like anyone's getting shot with a legal gun right now. Yeah, Trudeau's a fucking moron. And he's going to ban the assault rifle. We talk, he's, I'm going to ban the AR-15. Yeah, that's because Colt stopped making it, you fucking idiot. No yeah. one's selling them anymore. Not just Canada. The AR stands for assault rifle. The guy's just a uh, fucking... He's... 
<laughs> he's really being himself in this uh, campaign. It's great. He's being more Justin than he's ever been. Yeah, we thought that he might take a break with this, but apparently not. No, Andrew Shear keeps taking breaks. Um, I think he's starting to realize that nobody likes him and that his party will do better the quieter he is. I still find it humorous that while, like, Canada and, well, the world for that matter was doing the huge uh, climate change strike. Yeah. Um, uh, Sheer was the only fucking uh, running prime minister that didn't, wasn't a part of it. Yep. And he is throwing a pizza party. Yeah, and he, he, he was doing it apparently in protest because of his party's stance on the climate change situation. And uh, good on him for sticking to it, but I don't think it did him any favors. Uh, uh, not at uh, all. He, he came off looking pretty douchey. And that's, he's a douche, so that's good. It worked out well for him. Um, the, the, the big shock to me... Now, Maxime Bernier, he's just fucking crashing and burning. Uh, he's just talking all kinds of crazy talk. But uh, Jagmeet really impressed the hell out of me with his little town hall he did the other night. Uh, I managed to watch the entire thing. He was he, he, There was a couple of answers um, I didn't like, but all in all, he seemed to really have his shit together. He's also... Um, they're, they're, the funding for their... Um, um, for their promotions, if you will, for them to be able to do all the traveling and everything else has been dramatically slashed. So they're basing everything off of trying to do viral videos and to get as many viral video hits as they can get. See, that's that's a good environmental thing as well. If that's if you can if you can spin that into being less less travel and and uh, better for the environment. Um, I don't like his pipeline stance, although he says he won't block it. Um, he won't support it either, and uh, I don't know. I think we you have to support the pipeline no matter what. It's four point five billion dollars that we spent. Uh, we might as well use the fucking thing. Yeah, unfortunately, nobody's supporting it except for Jared. He's the only one who's going to support it. So. Yeah, um, it's they they're going they're going to have to um, sometime in the next four years. They're just going to have to. Um, we our our economy needs it, and if if the U.S. decides to pull the trigger on this war with Iran, um, Alberta's got to go back to work. That's all there is yep. to it. So, whoever wins is going to have to get behind it in one way or another. They can all pound their chest and say no right now, but First Nations communities are begging for it. Um, Alberta is begging for it. The rest of us need it. You're going to have to do what's best for the country at some point. Um, and if you that's know, to the expense of the environment, I'm sorry, we'll fix it. Or you know, we'll, we'll a, colonize uh, Mars, I don't give a shit. One or the other. A guy by the name of Shogun Jack Penn Bizzard, uh, that's where we're just going to go by his name is, um, he wrote a fantastic little post on Facebook uh, talking about his daughter of 15 was moved to tears from the speech of the of Gertha Thunberg. Yeah, I uh, love that yesterday. chick. Everybody's loving this chick, I, and I'm sort of on the bandwagon right now. Well, I mean, she's she's doing a great job. Very passionate about it. Um, I love the way she goes about it. 
very matter of fact and uh, really just directly in your face with it, which is awesome. I very much approve of it. Now, what's funny is uh, this guy's, you know, uh, daughter of the age of 15 was saying that, you know, basically that our generation who's been doing nothing for the past 30 years, she thinks that she should, that there's, she wants to do the big change. So the parents decide, okay, from now on, we're gonna do, this is what we're gonna do for us, as a false from now on. From now on, she's gonna have to go to school on a bicycle. Yeah. Uh, because bringing her car costs the fuel. Um, uh, of course, it'll be winter soon, then she wants to go by bus, but as long as it's run by diesel bus, that's not gonna be part of the, uh, that's not gonna be conducted for the climate. Um, uh, now she wants an electric bicycle, but unfortunately, uh, because of the devastation caused by nature as a result of the lithium extraction. So she's not going to get her electrical bicycle, so that's not good for her. Yeah. Um, uh, to get used to getting rid of the gas, they've disconnected the radiator in her bedroom. Oh, uh, good. It has now dropped by 12 degrees in the evening, but could sometimes freeze in the winter. In that case, we promise that, we will, that she will receive an extra sweater, hat, pipes, and gloves. Um, uh, she has to take cold showers because, you know, you can't use the heater because that runs on gas. Uh, so no more hot showers. Uh, she has to wash clothes by hand with a washboard because no washing machines and dryers all consume energy. That's no longer going to work. Uh, and clothes, they're going to be getting rid of all of her clothes since almost all of her clothes are all synthetic, so they're all made from forms of petroleum. So all that's gone, and they found the eco store where her clothing is sold from untainted, unbleached linen, wool, and jute. Um, we do not think that this looks good on her, even that she has to be laughed at, so colorless and without a bra. Uh, but that's what she, the, the price she has to pay for the climate. Uh, cotton is out of the question because of the pesticides used on it. It comes from different lands, that's no good. Um, they. Uh, let me see here. They turn off the Wi-Fi um, at seven o'clock every night, and we switch on again tomorrow after dinner. So Wi-Fi only runs for two hours. <laughs> Helps save the environment. Uh, it just, it literally just sort of keeps going on and on and on. By eleven o'clock in the evening, they take the they turn the entire power off to the house. Um, she's no longer going to winter sports. Uh, they're no longer going to go on any more vacations because, well, vacation destination is practically inaccessible for the bicycle. So that's not going to work. Um, it's, just, it's just, it's absolutely genius. Um, so basically, the, uh, you can't do anything. Yeah, you, you, you can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. Uh, no chocolate from Africa, no coffee from South America, no tea from Asia. Uh, only Dutch potatoes, vegetables, and fruits, therefore. And only from cold soil, because greenhouses run on boilers. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's just fantastic. Um, anything, anything. So, bread is possible, but butter, milk, eggs, cheese, yogurt, cottage cheese, cream cheese, and cream all come from chickens and cows. They admit CO2, so that's not good. Wow. <laughs> so, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it literally it goes on for like paragraphs. It's so well done and so true. Um, and people have to start realizing that uh, if you are militant about this stuff, you basically have to be a, a caveman. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, 
you know, you, and all these people who sit there and say, we don't need gas, you're just, you're a fucking moron, you have no idea how things are made, um, every process takes petroleum in some level, shape, or form, because there's a machine involved somewhere in the process. I love people on the internet screaming, we don't need oil. Get away from oil. Oil is bad. Like, where do you think your computer comes from, knob? Like, plastics. Ouch. Everything. Right? Uh, your goddamn iPhone you have to buy every three months so you can get on it and tell me what a piece of shit I am for liking oil. Um, and I don't even like oil. I'm not pro-oil by any means, but I'm, I'm pro-Canada and pro-get-fucking-people-back-to-work. And, and I'm also I'm also very much pro stop fucking supporting the Saudis. Exactly. So that for me is a big thing. If we're not going to get our oil from the fucking states, then we got to make it ourselves. Well, I I think the states are going to be our long lost cousin one of these days. So <laughs> I really don't want to be relying on them for very much. Uh, they're just imploding, and Trump's just digging a hole with those fucking Russians. I, there's a there's a point to uh, you know stick to your guns, and then there's a point to tell the Russians to fuck off for a little while. It, like he's just like he's drawn the line in the sand, and this is how I do things. And no, you you're just looking like a fucking criminal. Tell tell Putin not to call for a while. Yeah, nah, it would just be too smart, but he like yeah, it's, not a smart man. it's it's that thing where like admitting that you're doing wrong doesn't make it right. No, you know it's that. It's like it's, it's like when Trudeau blamed um, the blackface on society. Yeah, that's that take a full responsibility for himself. He literally blamed blamed his privilege and <laughs> society uh, on it. Yeah, well, he's uh, yeah, I'm so on the fence about that because I don't. It, the, the blackface thing doesn't bug me that much, but mostly because I'm not black. But, uh, you know, really, I think we're making too much out of it. The The concept of blackface has become so uh, sensationalized that, I, it, you know, it's really not that bad as, as people make it out to be, but we've, we've attached such meaning to it that it, it really never had until we gave it that meaning. Well, I mean, face it, like... Blackface hasn't been, like, we talked about this before. Blackface hasn't been a thing since, like, the fucking 60s. No. Like, that was the last time people stopped using it publicly and they realized that, yeah, okay, black people were finding it offensive, they weren't enjoying it, okay, fine. So they stopped doing it. And then, the only time people were, for, for the next little stretch, the only time people were damned for it is if they were doing it in a mocking manner. Right. Then political correctness started in the fucking 90s. Ted Danson wanted to throw fucking gasoline on the fire when he was with Whoopi. That was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was it was stupid and pointless, but kind of still had a point. Um, you know, it, it almost destroyed both of their careers uh, initially. And then, you know, well, because he's the privileged white male, he, his career has now flourished back yet again. Oh, it's because Becker well, was awesome. Yeah, and yeah, and so is uh, the fucking uh, the good place. It's an amazing fucking show. Yeah, it is. 
Yes, it is. I fucking love when people hear about that show. I love that show. I just found out it's not heaven. No, it's the best <laughs> thing about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like three seasons behind, but... Yeah. Um, I, I liked it, and then I stopped watching TV for two years, so... Oh, God, that show is amazing. When, once it came out, because I'm watching the show, they this doesn't make sense. Why would they have this? And then, and then all of a sudden, then it just then it came out. I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking genius. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, I don't want to be on the bandwagon too much, but why is Kristen Bell so fucking cool? I don't get it. She's uh, she just her does cool shit. Like the, her, her and Dax are like the perfect couple. Yeah, they annoy the shit out of me when they're together. But I like him and I like her. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the two of them. I, I really am happy to admit. He has a great podcast. Yeah, he does. Um, I actually I was listening to a few of them on my way to Kelowna, and uh, there's some pretty bad ones out there. <laughs> Can't all be winners. They can't all be like ours. Um, <laughs> that's true. No, they can't. They can try. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought. I heard a really great interview with David Spade where he's talking about his childhood and and nutrition and shit. Um, Mira would have really liked it. Uh, I'd like to talk to her about it. Uh, just about like lazy food and parents feeding them lazy food. Yeah. Which is like he had like microwave meals his whole life. That's why he's the size he is. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm assuming it's just because his parents were brother and sister. No, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a really good interview, but a really terrible podcast he was on. Um, these these there's there's a big concern right now that uh, radio is going to take over. Uh, because they're losing too much money to podcasting. Um, it's really, it's not possible. It's its a stupid thing to be afraid of. They can't control it. It's not public airwaves. Uh, but there's also a fear that celebrities are going to ruin podcasting by taking over. Because there's been just a huge wave of anybody you can name has a podcast right now. Yep. And um, everyone, there, there's a lot of talk about, you know, are the celebrities going to push us all out of the way. And n no, it's it's a level playing field. I don't think your name is really, it might get people to listen to an episode or two, but if you suck, no one's paying attention. Yeah, So no, that's, and that's the thing. Because uh, like, you know, it's true, every celebrity is starting to have their own little podcast. Uh, some of them are great, some of them not so much, yeah. you know. Um, but they're all going to die out with each one anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I think if anything, it's helping, because it might draw people to podcasts who don't ordinarily listen to them. They might start yeah. because they see a name they like, and then uh, they'll find Eric and Gord, because we advertise better. That's right. And face it, we're just better anyway. We really are. We uh, really are. I am speak, uh, trying to uh, get our website up to snuff. Um having some technical issues with fuckericandgord.com so I'm focusing on ericandgord.com I'm going to bring it up to speed uh, get it looking a little better we still have great traffic on it so I'm not particularly concerned but uh, anybody wants to get a little more info on your two favorite hosts uh, you can go to ericandgord.com and there's a whole bunch of crap there <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's where you can also fill out the contact page to be a guest on the show. Uh, there's a calendar there. You schedule yourself. You tell me what you want to talk about. You, you, you just take charge of your episode. Tell us where, when, and how you're going to do it, and we'll just show up. Yep, we'll make it work. Uh, and again, I'm calling for emails. I'm calling for uh, reviews on Facebook. Um, I am going to reapply to Apple, but I'm still sticking by Gord's motto. Um, I even tried to get fuckapple.com as a as a uh, domain name for us. That was probably one of the first things they did. They probably bought that right away and just said, no, nobody's going to use that. Oh, yeah, but with all the new extensions, there's got to be one they missed. No, that's Apple. I will they search. Should, they should have them on. I will search for something. Um, <laughs> let's see what I can find while we talk about this. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking possibly tomorrow do a, an episode out and about around Kelowna and see what Kelowna's all about. It's been a long time since I've done an episode from the street and I was listening to one, the uh, end of the world one the other day and I thought, damn, I gotta, oh, get, such a great episode. I gotta get back out into the public again and, and uh, you know, spread all the goodness. I really enjoyed that. Was a, that was like a lot of fun that episode. That really was. I I should as soon as I get back to Vancouver, I'll find some more escalators and put it to the <laughs> test. I've got new shoes now. It might who knows whole new different set of variables. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just never know. You never know what might ha- might have it work. That's exactly right. It was a thrill ride last time. So just. A well, roller coaster of emotion. I, I'm about to make you laugh about something because um, I I know you I know you've heard about this band. There's no way you could you couldn't have at this stage. Um, but there is a band of the '90s, a supergroup that I never knew existed until yesterday. Oh, there's so they many. Were called, sorry. They were called Mad Season. Oh yeah, Mad Season is the best. Lane Staley, Mike McCready. Um. Never knew they existed. Oh my god, dude! Are you ever missing out? That was a fantastic yep. group. Um, I like them better than Alice in Chains, to be honest. And, I hear uh, that a lot. Mike McCready's guitar work on that is uh, second to none. Um, uh, very different from Pearl Jam, but uh, just really showed off his his true skill as a guitarist. Um, and the only reason I even heard about it was because I caught a little clip. Um, interview with uh, with Mike McCready, and they're just they asked him. They said, "Is there any like anything from like your past of like bands you've been in or of, of music you listen to or whatever it is that you find it difficult to listen to now, and you think that you'd ever be able to go back and try it again?" He's like, "Actually, yeah." He goes, "Fucking Matthew, I can't do it." Hearing it, it was the most amazing band. It was the best band in the world. It was just it was awesome. We had a lot of fun. Um, everything was amazing. Lane Stanley's at the, everybody's at the top of their game with this thing. And, you know, then he was just like the, the, the bass player died of a heroin overdose. Lane Stanley died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. And just everybody died and it just all fell apart. He says now it's really difficult for him to, to listen to it. And I'm like, what is this mad season? What are you talking about? So I did a quick check, a little background check on him. I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mad Season, uh, fantastic hybrid. Some members of Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. They had an album in 
I'm going to say 1995 called Above. Yep, um, that's right. Um, then there was also a live album that went, got, went out with it. What was the big song that I liked? Huh? Uh, River of Deceit. Fantastic song from that record. Uh, definitely check them out. If you're a fan of 90s music, guys, it doesn't get better than this. Um, definitely worth checking out. A lot of stuff from that era when they're, you know, all those sort of grunge bands, whatever you want to call them, were uh, just wrapping up their sophomore albums, so they were a little more comfortable with who they were and started going out doing their own thing. Um, you see a lot of amazing side projects from that uh, couple of years. Uh, some really great solo albums. Um, some of the best that music had to offer, I think. Yeah, um, I still have that because I just, it took me a long time to be able to actually get a hold of it. There's uh, not a whole lot of people left that, I I guess there's not a lot of old people nowadays that know about it, so it wasn't uh, very popular to be able to find online, but uh, I got a hold of it, and I just got it on the hard drive tonight, so I'm uh, looking forward to checking it out. Another, there's another really great act came out around the same time very totally different style but they're called Three Fish and it's uh, Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam it's his uh, side project um, they got two or three albums just an amazing little group Three Fish right? yeah really neat uh, what they do is they pick a country and they just go there and hang out and then they write an album based on their experience in that country So you end up with very, you know, the and infused like sort of grunge music with this infusion of whatever country they're in. Um, oh wow! So I like that idea. one was uh, they they spent six months in Tibet or however long it was. I don't remember now to be honest. Um, but then they did you know their their Tibetan album and then um, just every album is like that. It's just really really cool. That was when, when you talk '90s music and and music, how the '90s were great. I really think they picked up steam in '94. I'm sorry, Cobain, but yeah. it's it's uh, sad but true that uh, from '94 on, everyone really got their groove, and we we weeded through all the shit, and and the uh, the spin doctors fell to the wayside, and the, the other ones made it through. The ones that should should have. So I, I really think like 94 on was, was when it got good. Yeah. Yeah, there's no denying. Um, uh, uh, Mad Season also had, uh, was it, uh, the bass player from Screaming Trees, um, or the drummer from Screaming Trees, and the bass player from some other un relatively unknown band. Didn't they? They didn't have Tad. No, 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 no. Who? Uh, well, Screaming Trees, they had the bass player from Tad, the big fat yeah. dude. He was awesome. Um, all those bands, no, uh, very incestual. Um, uh, you know, like Screaming Trees, Mud Honey, Green River. Um, they they were whores, and every band is is children of theirs, illegitimate children of theirs. Um, Mud Honey, uh, obviously being the the best of the best. That was uh, Mother Love Bone and uh, Green River. Yeah. Uh, fell apart, uh, Mother Love Bone for obvious reasons, and and Green River for totally heroin different again. reasons. But yeah, Andrew Wood, the uh, singer, died of heroin. And those four guys from that band called another dude named Eddie, and 
asked if he wanted to come do some singing, and then they accidentally became Pearl Jam. <laughs> some dude named Eddie. So, uh, good, good call they made there. They didn't yeah. even really know the guy. They just heard there was this good singer named Eddie. And uh, called him out of the blue. What, what a fucking phone call that was. Right? Jesus. <laughs> Talk about making the right decision. But the uh, remaining members went on to form Mud Honey. Uh, and just uh, almost as good as Pearl Jam, in my opinion. I've gotten to see them live twice, actually opening for Pearl Jam. Um. Oh wow! It just they still put on a phenomenal show. Uh, another really, yeah, Mud Honey was a good band. another really good group that that was born out of tragedy was uh, the remnants of Blind Melon, who went on to be a great band called Unified Theory. Oh um, no! Shit! Really? Yeah. I did not know. What, I was actually one of the things I was actually going to ask because I know you're a big fan of them. Unified Theory. Yeah, they're a great band. Um, little, kind of California-ish. Um, not not in a bad way. They had one, I, I only really recall one really good album. I, I, I kind of stopped following them after that. But I was always a massive Blind Melon fan. Yeah. I think uh, Shannon Hoon is, is uh, the only one that died in that era that I think had a really bright future ahead of him. The, the more he did, the better he got. And uh, it, it was I was actually quite sad when he died. I, I was for Lane I Staley, was, too. but Lane Staley, for me, he, he um, epitomized a rock star to me. Yeah. He was that guy that was just born to be an absolute rock star. Definitely. And he has... The look, the voice, everything about him was just spot on for me. I just, I loved his voice. Um, I haven't liked Alice in Chains without him. What's that? I haven't liked Alice in Chains without him. I know Cantrell was always the primary songwriter, but I don't, he's not a front man. And uh, I, I haven't liked them since Lane. Well, I mean, their new singer, I mean, you gotta admit, sounds very similar. He does. Yeah, which is incredible. The guy's from like Brazil or some shit. He sent in a fucking demo um, after the band had almost, the band had done a big search looking for a new singer, yeah. and they were about to give up, because uh, they were just sick and tired of what they are hearing. They just didn't like anything. And then, they basically, as far as I know the story, they had given up. Yeah. And they said, fuck it, we're just not going to do it. Fuck it, we're just going to step away and call the day. And then all of a sudden, YouTube, this dude fucking showed up on YouTube one day. Fucking YouTube, Singing eh? the fucking song, and they're like, oh my god, this dude's fucking gravy. And uh, they gave him a call, and now he's the lead singer. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's uh, like just out of the movie Rockstar, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> STP just did the same thing, and I wish they hadn't, because their new singer sucks. And he's trying way too hard to sound like Whelan. Um, it's kind of disappointing. They're and now, one of those bands. I uh, see. I never liked Sawyer. I never did. I knew. I I was always shocked when he was still alive. Like when Velvet Revolver came out, I was like, "Whoa, that dude's still alive!" Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, I was starting to get worried that he was going to end up being like the next fucking um, uh, Keith Richards. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like 
Can this guy not, not do enough drugs? Like, what the hell? I think similar to what you said about Lane Staley, I, I feel that way about Scott Whelan, but he, he was he had a very short lifespan. You, he just had that written on him. You could tell he was not long for this world. Yeah, the only thing I liked about him was was the Velvet Revolver. I actually really enjoyed that band. It was a it was a great band. Um, yeah. I, well, credit where credit was due for that. Well, all the all the credit uh, goes to Slash, really. Well, of course. That was Slash's brainchild, and uh, he was he he was the driving force behind that thing. Yeah. And he always he always has been for everything he gets involved in, and he still does a lot with the Snake Pit and stuff. Um, Slash's Snake Pit's always been kind of a cool thing because it's him and just different musicians every time. Yeah, which is such an amazing concept. It really is. Um, Josh yeah. Holm does it too with the uh, Desert Sessions. Yep. Um, but he's, I don't know, his little clique annoys me. That sort of like Dave Grohl and Eagles of Death Metal and all those guys who are like too cool for rock. The, the Queens of the Stone Age guys and I don't know they're just snobby fucking dudes it bugs me one thing I love about Dave Grohl is that he made Kiss Guy famous yeah that's true right right tell me tell me the first time you saw that clip of Kiss Guy you're just like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> like that fucking dude took over that fucking concert without a doubt yeah it's pretty amazing amazing guitar player great stage presence just nothing but ego on the guy. Oh, it was, oh I fucking loved it. My, uh, and my, Dave Grohl talked about the guy for like years. I was like, yeah, yeah, I almost regret bringing him up on stage because now people talk about Foo Fighters. He's the next thing that gets mentioned every time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl doesn't, uh, he doesn't mind. By the way, uh, as we were talking, I looked it up here. I could get fuckapple.me for uh, $2.98. I get fuckapple.club for $1.99. Uh, a whole lot of fuck apple I could get. So So there is a bunch of fuck apples available. Oh, yeah, tons. I'm uh, going to laugh if all of a sudden the next 10 minutes you're going to watch those disappear. Already taken, already taken, already taken. Fucking apple buying them up all. <laughs> I, can also, I can also get iamthedevil.group. And the only reason that's cool is because it's $6.66. Of course it is. <laughs> that's, 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 that's fucking poetry. It's not too bad. There's a whole bunch of good ones. Especially when, now they've got all these new extensions. There's so much you can do with them. Um, I was I was trying to get I hate dot vegans, but that doesn't happen. Uh, I could get fuck apple dot today. I mean, great you can get. Fuck apple and vegans.com. That'd be good. <laughs> I can get. Uh, what, what was the other one I could get? I don't remember now. Something funny. Something funny. Everybody laughed now. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> there's so many, dude. This is. I'm gonna uh, go way too far with this because uh, they're a buck for a year. I'm gonna have like 90 websites. I started two today. And they're not, they don't say anything. They're just useless. It's just like me giggling to myself. <laughs> Posting fucking Eric and Gord logos and laughing. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the other one. Uh, uh, 
I've got a pretty good dot buzz. <laughs> I've got it pretty good. Or how about I've got a pretty good dot, dot buzz. buzz. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, I can go with I don't really dot care. <laughs> I hate my life and you think you are with me dot com. You can, I hate my life is taken. I hate my dot life is taken. Is it really? Yeah, it's really annoying. I looked for that. And so is fuck my life. Um, but the one that's not taken that obviously I'm going to end up with is this isn't a very good dot website. <laughs> that's a buck. Uh, I like that. Oh, I'm going to get... There's just so many. And uh, I want to see how you can get like dot hunt. I don't know how you yeah. how you get an extension made, but it can't be that hard. I figured yeah, out. Yeah. Anybody knows? Send me an email, Eric at uh, ericandgord.com. I forgot my own fucking website for a second there. See, it's getting out of hand already. <laughs> Talk about somebody other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's I, I like I I love when my computer suggests things. And here we got. I I looked up fuck Apple. And one yeah. of the suggestions it came up with was fuckle.app. <laughs> Fuckle. I like it. Fuckle.app. Fuckle and Apple can't get mad about that one. No. No, they But I'll know well, what I mean, it means. They, they can try, but it's not going to get them very far. I'll know what it means, and I'll giggle. <laughs> every time I see, every time I hear fuckle now, I'm going to think of Apple and laugh. <laughs> and I, I don't hear fuckle very often, but... <laughs> <laughs> but when you do, when it will do, make you laugh. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> uh, tried for fake dot news. That's already taken. Um, uh, that's there's, there's just too many. I could spend all night doing this, and I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's bad radio. Um. I should probably plug something. What I gotta plug is the uh, biggest promotion uh, ever. Uh, me and Gord are bored of doing podcasting from where we're doing it from. We want to do it from your house. So uh, write in, send in your emails, tell us why we should come to your house, why we should come to your town. Uh, I don't care where we go. I just want to go on a road trip this year, Ashburn, Virginia. I don't really have anything in mind, Ashburn, Virginia, but if anyone has suggestions... Write in, tell us why we should come to your town. You're going to co-host the show with me while Gord makes us dinner. Um, I'm thinking... And I have agreed to this. I'm thinking this is a good uh, thing for KC to get on on. He might want oh someone to make God. him dinner for a change. KC and they're cooking together? That'd be a lot of fucking fun. Well, I was thinking he might like someone cooking for him. Um, I'll try to find a bear steak I can bring. I'll bring him a moose steak. That's what you gotta try. I think he'd prefer. I think he'd prefer a bear. Well, he probably would. He might get a little fucking PTSD out of it. But oh, he's. I've been just ragging on him. Eh? I've been sending him <laughs> so many pictures. Uh, like, did you see that one? It was of uh, Canadian street gangs, and it was just like four yeah. bears wandering down the road. <laughs> I didn't see that. I thought that was fantastic. Every like bear meme I can find, I send to him. He must just hate me. I'm sorry, Casey. <laughs> no. It's it's just. I think he loves you. It's funny because it didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why it's funny. 
Uh, we should get uh, back to it some sort of show here. So, yeah, if you want us to podcast from your town, tell us why. And it doesn't really matter. We're going to just go wherever we want. But it would be better if you wrote in and gave us some suggestions. Especially anyone, if your name happens to be Eric Hunt and you live in Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, send a goddamn email. Just a quick, like, hi. Um, I, it's crazy that there's 12 of you in that town and not one of you is writing to me. I, I'm starting to think maybe they don't like the show very much. I'm starting to think that maybe they're just the failures of their school and they don't know how to like, spell. That could be it. That's actually more likely. Um, I just think it's crazy that there's a town with full of people with my name who listen to our show and won't write me a fucking email. It just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Uh, nothing about this adds up. I'm starting to think it's something Apple's doing to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a way of getting even with you. It's just they a setup. All of Ashburn. <laughs> well, tech, I don't really even know what Ashburn is. It could just be a, a fake thing that Apple made up and they're trying to lure me to Virginia for some reason. Oh my god, that's how they'll, that's how they'll get rid of you. Right? It's You're going to show up there and just never come back. It's not completely unreasonable to think that they would go that far to stop me. They're clearly afraid of me. Oh, absolutely they are. Uh, and they, as they should be. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I think they should be afraid of their new fucking phone because I don't think anyone's going to give a shit. But <laughs> like, it, 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 no, no one's finished paying for the last fucking iPhone. Why are they putting out a new one already? It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, because they're fucking stupid. And people are going to buy them. That's the worst part. All you people are ridiculous with your phones. You keep encouraging this behavior. Um, stop buying them. There's they, no reason for it. They come out every 15 minutes now, and they're no better than the last one. They can't be. They don't invent new shit in six months. But it's, and now they're, they're reaching so hard for shit to sell you. They're like, oh, this one's an eighth of an inch different on the left side. And people are like, oh, yeah, I always hated the left side. I got to get that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's what I always hate about this phone. Perfect. Thank you for telling me. They did it with the fucking iPhone 5 when they put out, it came with the beveled edge and it was like, oh yeah, that square edge was driving me nuts. Fuck you. <laughs> you didn't give a shit until Apple said you did. It's, uh, it's, it's the Wally situation. Yeah. Um, other news, just because it's uh, the biggest news that nobody's talking about. By the way, speaking of shit nobody's talking about, I know this Russia thing's going on, but remember fucking Epstein and humping kids and all that? Why did that disappear? Because he's dead. Nobody cares anymore. It's still all... It wasn't him. He was just setting it up for everybody else. He was actually a small keg in this... in this, or Sorry, a small cog in this big fucking wheel. And they just, like, let it go because Trump made a shitty phone call. Go yeah. back to the kid fuckers and deal with them before you worry about Trump's fucking shitty phone calls. Uh, I, I can't... It just bugs the fuck out of me that this just got swept under the rug. Um, Which is pretty much... Again, this is, this is why he was killed off because they kill him off and all the publicity is done. 
Yeah, but they every, think that the ring is. They think that the whole thing is closed down now because he's dead. Well, no, they just got a different dude flying the plane. They're still fucking kids. They're doing it right now. I guarantee it. But I can't believe everyone fell for it because everyone knew why he was killed. Like, there's no big mystery behind it. It's it's common practice now, but it, everyone still fell for it. That they yeah. just let this fucking go. It's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I am. I have to admit, I'm I'm almost as shocked as you are, but kind of not. It just bugs me that we let these child fuckers uh, disappear. The other thing that I did want to talk to you about, and I don't know why child fuckers reminded me. Um, <laughs> Was this? Have you heard this bullshit about the Joker movie? And uh, what about it? All these incels coming out saying they 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 worship the Joker. Apparently, this Joker movie's got really horrible gun violence in it. And uh, the the uh, the American military put out a warning to people to beware of movie theaters and and um, they're getting all these crazy warnings about mass shootings that are going to happen um, in the name of the Joker. There's a bunch oh, of sick fuck. fuckers who they like think the Joker is their leader, and they're, and a bunch of them are incels who are just fucking weirdos to begin with. But now they're weirdos that dress up like the Joker and fucking want to shoot people. So they're blaming this movie. Uh, I actually my hat goes off to Joaquin Phoenix for saying "fuck you." It's not my job to like to uh, g- preach morality to people. It's it's not Hollywood's job to protect you guys. So, you know, I made a movie, it's not my fault, kind of thing. And uh, I, I have to agree with him. I don't think Hollywood has a moral responsibility, but that that's just me, maybe. Um, but, yeah, it, there's they're warning against this movie because uh, he's really inspiring, and a lot of people want to be a sick freak like him. I think it's mostly an wow. American thing, because Americans are weird that way. But... Um, you know, that's just pathetic. And I'm not saying that's we're any better, pathetic. but this is an actual fact. Uh, in Canada, there's been 15 mass shootings since 1885. Uh, in the U.S., there's been 252 this year. Yeah. So, just saying, we watch the same movies, we play the same video games. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking it's not them. Yeah, pretty sure you can't quite blame them. No, you know, like uh, we all listen to Ozzy. Uh, we've had no shootings up here. We've had 15 in 200 years. Yeah. They've had 200 in less than one. That's Your, your culture's <laughs> fucked up. And just fucking, it's not that. No, it's not the culture. No, no. It's not no, the guns. It's not that. It's not How the guns. You? No. You can't blame the guns for all the guns shooting. No. No. It's got nothing to do with it. You can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Well, yeah, fuck, in a perfect world, for sure. Absolutely, and I would look forward to doing that. <laughs> That's what I call two birds with one stone. <laughs> I get your gun and you're dead. Right? Fantastic. Win-win. Dumbass. Uh, so, everybody support the Joker movie. I like Joaquin now. I didn't like him yesterday, and then I saw this news story, and now I like him. Uh, I, I still don't like the guy. You know the character he was in Gladiator? Okay. Yeah. That's how I imagine he is all the time. Oh, absolutely. I just... I fully agree with you. I thought that was... Some people play a role a little bit too well. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for that. And, yeah, I, that 
absolutely. I think that's just him. I also think he'd be nobody if it wasn't for his last name, to be honest. Um, he's the the Doug Ford of the acting world. Uh, I, yeah, he he did. Uh, I, I still like Doug. I loved his role in Walk the Line. Loved, I think he played Johnny Cash very well. Sure. But um, you, you got to give Johnny Cash the credit for that. <laughs> you know, it was it was Johnny Cash's movie. If Johnny Cash wasn't so fucking cool, he wouldn't have had anything to play. No, that's very true. <laughs> but, I mean, you don't hear me talk about how great I thought with Reese Witherspoon was in that movie. Although she did do a good job. He is the reason the movie was good. He played Johnny Cash very, very well. No, I, I argue Johnny uh, Cash was the reason that he was good, you know. it could If it was about just, like, Ned the fucking Taco Bell worker... Wouldn't have been that good, even with Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> like, if, if Johnny Cash was boring, it would have been a shit movie. <laughs> it's like, you can give, you can give Joaquin credit, sure, but... <laughs> uh, you know, the you know, best part is I've never even seen it, so... <laughs> Um, I actually just watched it again the other day. It was on the other day I watched it. It is a good movie. He does a great job. Uh, you know what's funny? I mean, take away the fact that all he has to really do when it comes down to it is just basically just fit a whole bunch of shit to Johnny Cash. That's what I'm most impressed about is that he he picked up his guitar playing style. And that's really hard to do. Yeah, and I, I, I love that because I... I kind of have a, a bit of an innate ability to do that with certain guitarists. I can, I, when I play their music, I can play to their style a little bit more. Yeah, I can't uh, even so do that with my own music. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even yeah, play my style. Much, yeah. This is why I don't even have my own style. I just I play other people's styles better than I play my own. I don't know styles. I I don't actually listen to music, so. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, I can't even name a chord. I just know I do them. <laughs> I know, like, the basic one. Like, you know, I, I know the letters. I'm not stupid, but... Like, you get into, like, a diminished, augmented fucking <laughs> ad nine. I don't have a fucking clue. It's, you point to, my, point to your fingers like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. No. Um, the only one of those I know is I know an F... Oh, shit. No, I don't even know. No, the only... I, I no, knew one. I knew one. There was a blues chord I learned in high school, and I just thought it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I know the chords. Like, I'll do them. Yeah. I, I, I can play the chords. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the hell they're called. I never took theory. I took, like, half of a theory class once, and it just pissed me off. It was all math, and I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, which sounds you know, terrible, but I'm a fucking awesome musician, so screw you guys. I flubbed my way through, um, in high school, they, uh, by the time they hit grade 11, I think it was, they came out with an actual guitar course. Cool. And uh, and all my friends, because I was really good at guitaring at the time, everybody was like, bug me, you're taking the class. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the class. It's only five, it's the only one I'm going to fucking pass. You know, how can I not take it? And it was all theory. I mean, the whole thing was based off of theory. And um, I played my way through it because as a group, I don't need to learn theory that much because again it's all about playing the notes right it is. so as long as I as when we're when we were in class playing the music all I gotta do is just listen to the play the song then I could play it all the way through my own no problem 
when it came time to do the exam, I remember sitting down with just one-on-one, and now I'm shitting bullets. I'm like, how am I going to pull this off? So I just pulled off the ultimate excuse and said, look, I can't read timing off of a piece of paper, so I need to hear the song being played through once so I can pick up the timing. Once I get the timing, then I can I know which notes to play. And so my teacher's like, okay, so the teacher plays the song once all the way through, and I'm all I'm doing, I'm not staring at the tablature or playing it, I'm staring at fingers, okay, what notes is he hitting? Third fret, fifth fret, third fret, fifth fret, fifth fret, okay, that's a bad. And I'm just watching those, all right, there it is. And then I play the song through, and then he realized that I was changing my, flipping my sheet over. So he goes, here, I want you to play this one. I'm like, okay, play it through once. So he plays it through once, and I start playing it. He goes, you're not even fucking looking at the tablature. I'm like, what do you mean? Of course it. He goes, the tablature I put in front of you is not the song that I just played. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> he goes, is this how you were doing the whole class? I'm like, yeah. He goes, so every song you learned, you learned the very first time you played it through? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, you passed because of that. I'm like, That's cool. cool. <laughs> I had a philosophy exam I didn't study for, and I was trying to learn sheet music at the time. That's kind of why I didn't study for the exam. It was yeah. like about Sartre and fucking French postmodernism is bullshit anyway. But I, I just, I, instead of answering the essay question, I just wrote out the musical score to Hey Jude and left. <laughs> I got 30% that year for attendance. That was awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, that's not a good ending to that story. It wasn't good. I failed miserably, and I was on academic probation for a long time because of it. But I thought it was cool. Um, paying, Still paying for university when you're 41 is less cool. Uh, but... <laughs> Should have probably tried to get a job out of that or something. But then I wouldn't be podcasting. Uh, Speaking of musical theory, something I haven't mentioned for a while because I lost my accreditation, but I am working on it again. So uh, if you want your kids to get uh, musical education, which uh, I believe is 100% a part of a well-rounded education, I think every child needs some sort of musical training in their background. And so did my friend Jason. He was very, very firm believer in that. We always had a big idea to put some money into this idea. And once he passed away, I kind of ran with it. It sort of became something, and it kind of laid down a little bit. And then now we're trying to bring it back. And that's the uh, J3 Legacy Foundation. Um, It was a valiant effort that didn't get off the ground because of my circumstances at the time, but we're trying to bring it back. So uh, you can go to ericandgord.com for more information on the J3 Legacy Foundation. And what it is, it's just a foundation. We've teamed up with uh, local community leaders and businesses who uh, feel the same way, 